The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. from Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. If you'd like to join in the discussion, email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm or call into the program with your questions. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. And thank you to all of you that are listening with us today. We're very glad that you're here, and uh, we love hearing from you. We like getting those comments um, on Facebook and by email. So thanks a lot for listening, and thank you for participating. We want you to know that you can always go to the unity.fm website at unity.fm program. Spirit of Recovery, with the slashes in there, of course, and listen to archives. We've been on the air for almost uh, for a year now. It's amazing. So we've got lots of great archives, and you can always listen anytime uh, to those archives. It's wonderful to be broadcasting on the topic of recovery here on Unity FM online radio, and we're glad to know that our guests are touching your heart and getting you thinking about new ideas for recovery, for spirituality, and for life. And every week we talk about topics that are important to the recovery community and our guests are always down to earth, knowledgeable and innovative. They're people who are in recovery themselves or who work with or write for or sing for. Our guest today is a, a wonderful musician and songwriter for people who are in recovery and for people who are looking for that spiritual path and wanting to deepen their spiritual understandings. We always bring you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. The Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place, and we know that recovery is a large tent, so that if you're a person in recovery from any kind of an addiction, or if you're a family member in your own recovery as a family member, or a family member, a friend with somebody that has the disease of addiction, whether or not they're in recovery, or if you're simply curious and interested in the process of recovery, you are welcome here. We welcome you as a listener and welcome you as a participant in all of our discussions. Again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a Unity Minister and an Addictions Counselor, and also I'm a person who has in my circle of love and friendship many people with the disease of addiction. And 30 years ago, those relationships got me started on an active path of personal growth and recovery and spiritual development. 
And ever since then, my walk has been one of an integration of unity and recovery principles. And that keeps transforming my life and uh, making it richer and better in every way. So I am very grateful to have the opportunity to share all of these ideas with you and to hear what you're experiencing in your recovery walk. On every program, we also have a drawing and we give away a recovery book. Those have been donated to us by Hazelden Foundation, and that's www.hazelden.org. And we thank Hazelden very much for donating these books. And today, the book that we're giving away is called How Happy Families Happen by Audrey Ricker. And you can get yourself in the drawing for that book simply by sending us an email or giving us a call. And that number is 888-558-6489. And we'd be happy to put your name in for the drawing of that book. It's absolutely free, and we'd love to send that to you. How happy families happen. Also, um, I want you to be aware that September is Recovery Month. So all month we'll be uh, noting that, and it's the opportunity to celebrate the fact that people do recover from the disease of addiction, that their lives do not have to be destroyed by this disease, that they do recover, that there are many people who have long-term recovery, and also that family members can recover as family members, that families don't have to be destroyed by the disease of addiction, that families can have full and productive lives whether or not their loved one with the substance addiction gets in recovery. So September is Celebrate Recovery Month. Today we have a wonderful guest as always and today we've got a a guest who is unique in that he is a songwriter, he's a singer, he's an entertainer and uh, he's a wit. And my guest today is Dennis Warner. And Dennis has recognized for his folk and Americana singing and songwriting and entertaining. And he has captivated audiences in over 100 cities a year. He has appeared on regional TV and radio programs as well as being honored at a concert at the Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in Washington, D.C., He has collaborated with many noted musicians and um, has uh, recorded with them and shared the stage with them on many occasions. He's also written uh, a book which has turned into a project, I think much to his surprise, and we'll be talking with him about this today as well as some other things. He's written the book called Beads on One String, and it evolved from a song that he wrote and led to the Beads on One String Project, which is an elementary school curriculum that's used throughout the country as a very meaningful and a fun way to teach children about the negative effects of bullying and the positive effects of recognizing our connectedness with other people. And this has been presented um, to over 100,000 students over the last few years. And so it's a, a wonderful work. So with his humor and his inspiration and his wit and his way of uh, seeing life, Dennis gives us a really strong message, an important message about staying connected. He tells us a lot about what matters most, and we're going to be talking with him about that today. So Dennis, welcome to Spirit of Recovery. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to be on your program. Glad, glad you're here. So uh, I, I know I had the opportunity to meet you a few years ago um, when you were singing at a Unity Church up in Minnesota, which is your home. Actually, it was in Wisconsin. It was a church that's right there on the Minnesota-Wisconsin line. 
That's right. Um, we got we got to keep those boundaries distinct up here, you know. That's right. You got to keep it all straightened <laughs> out up there, right? Right. That's a, yeah. Getting that's into football important. season now with the uh, the Packers and the Vikings and all that going on. It's getting kind of crazy. That's right. That's that's when people don't want to stay connected. They want to get those rivalries going. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it's a big deal up there. Oh, it's it a big sure deal. is. Uh, the fall is the fall is uh, is a it's an interesting time when the when the games get heated up, but yeah, but uh, I stay out of it as best I can. <laughs> yeah, good good deal. It probably takes some work to stay out of that, though. It does. Well, yeah, I've had to do concerts in Wisconsin. You know, like the the couple of days after the Packers have beaten the Vikings or vice versa, and it can be kind of interesting. You just don't say you're from Minnesota sometimes. That's right. Don't don't own, don't own up to that one. Not under nope. those circumstances. <laughs> No way. <laughs> but you really, you know, you do, uh, your songs uh, are one way or the other, whether it's through your humor, uh, the wit, the songs you write, or the songs that you uh, sing from other writers. Um, you, your message, one way or the other, is always about connection. Um, how did you get involved with music, and how did you get interested in, in helping people get connected to themselves or to each other or, or to good values what inspired you yeah I'll, I'll answer the second part of that first i don't know that there's a there was any plan or any scheme on my part to to write songs about connecting i mean it's just all part of of what i feel and 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 trying to write and then after you get a body of work together and you realize what you've done you look back on it and say oh that's what's happening you know that these that these songs are, are you know spiritual based and and it's about, and like you say, it's about connecting and the importance of recognizing, you know, how we're all in this together. You know, I didn't set out to write write them that way. It's just that when you look back on the body work, that's what I was doing. And uh, the first part of your question, you know, music has just been something that I've always seemed to have uh, I've been involved with. I think I was probably singing before I was talking around the house. Uh, I tell the story that I, you know I ran into one of my uh, elementary school teachers uh, a while back in a grocery store, and she told me that um, yeah, all the other teachers they always referred to you, Dennis, as the veritable warbler because you were always singing, walking down the hallways. <laughs> so, I think I think uh, music has always been uh, been a part of me. I know it's really the only profession, um, the only thing I've ever really wanted to do other than play baseball for the Minnesota Twins, would be to be a singer and travel around the country performing. Mm-hmm. What do you notice about people when you travel around and do your concerts? You you probably, because you travel, you probably have a feel for what's going on in people's lives. And as we well know, when we listen to the news, we on one level we get messages, you know, people are upset and they're distressed, they're worried about the economy, they're worried about, you know, different turmoil that's right. going on. What do you see when you uh, gather with people? It seems to me I see the same things, and it doesn't matter what region of the country, you know, that I'm traveling in. People are up against kind of the same things, you know. And uh, uh, you know, obviously the economy is struggling. The gas prices are high, and uh, jobs are tough. You know, a lot of people don't enjoy their their jobs that they're in, and, and and you know, and I'm in a profession that I absolutely love. I can't wait to get on the road and to sing and and to do these concerts and things, and, and I can't imagine what it would be like to be in a job that I dreaded. 
And there's a lot of people, it doesn't matter where you live. This, this is kind of the same all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it uh, get people in a happier mood when you uh, sing with them and perform? And does I it hope sort so. of shift them? Yeah. That's the goal, anyway. Huh? <laughs> right. I, I really don't like it when they leave all depressed. So uh, now we, we uh, it, it's a song about. The show is about having fun and uh, and and recognizing leaving our troubles behind. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, if you can be there for a couple hours and and just think about the music and singing along, and we do a lot of uh, humorous things in the show. I do some thought provoking songs too, certainly, but it's an it's not a political show. You know, I leave politics out of it and just uh, just try to sing to people and sing about uh, my life so that. When people leave, when the show is done, they know more about me, you know, because the songs are, are personal to me. But hopefully, you know, it, it rings a bell or something in their own lives, you know, that they can relate to it. But, when, you know, I want people when they leave the show to say, wow, I'm really glad I came. I think that's probably the, the ultimate goal that I set out for. Right. That's good. You know, one thing that... Uh, in, when people have the disease of addiction or when that's in a family, the, one of the first things that goes out the window is any sense of joy or hope or uh, sense of fun. I mean, that, that right. goes away. Right. And a big part of recovery is, is reclaiming that ability to laugh and just be lighthearted and be free and to let some of that fear go. So wh- whether right. you are aware of it or not, I'm sure that your music has helped a lot of people that are uh, trying to lift their spirits from uh, things that they've got going on in their families, right? Oh, well, we, you know, we all have stuff, right? <laughs> we all have stuff we're working through, and uh, but laughter is something that we can all share and and have joy in. And I think if we all recognize that we all have stuff, and then we can just get along and 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 just enjoy the enjoy the things that we have, recognizing what we have, right? I mean, that's how I see it, right? I know. Uh, what song would you like to share with us? I know you've uh, got some songs of yours that you're going to that we're going to get to hear. Which one do you think would personify that that idea? You know, of... I got <laughs> I was just thinking of this when I was on hold talking to you. I forgot to write down what songs I sent you. I don't even know what song. Can't remember what songs I sent you guys last week. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll ask the person at the controls to pick one. This is ground control to Major Jeff. <laughs> yes. Beads on a String. Go. All right. And this is the song. Tell us a little, before we play it, let's tell us a little bit about Beads on a String. Oh, uh, this song has been amazing in my life. Um, I, I played at a festival in Illinois, and I was driving back to Minnesota, and I visualized this beaded necklace. And where every bead was a different size, a different shape, a different color, but all held together by one string, which is really how I see us all around the world, right? We're all different sizes, shapes, and colors. And, and I started writing the song about how different we are from each other, those beads on the necklace, you know, that, you know, uh, you know I might be blonde-haired, and you're brown-haired, and blue, then we have blue eyes and green eyes, you know, and we're all so different, just in physical appearance, and then we put all the rest into it. And I got about halfway through that song and writing it that way and just realized how boring <laughs> it was to try to write about. You know, all we have to do is look at each other to see how different we are. 
so I kind of changed directions with it. And instead of writing about how different we are from each other, I, I went the other way with it and started writing about all the things we have in common with each other, the things that we share, you know, right here in the United States, and also the things we we share with people, you know, in your audience, your listening audience, really goes all around the world on the internet. You know, people in different countries and, and continents and all these different places and the things that we share with them. So that's really what the song was about. And I realized, um, I guess I kind of had a dilemma about that, because um, here I have this image of this beautiful beaded necklace, but I had just written a song about essentially how we're more alike than we are different. And I uh, realized that the song really wasn't so much maybe about the beads as it was about the string that holds us all together. You know, when we uh, when we see a necklace, we don't see that string. You know, we see the beads, but the but the string holds it all together. And that's it's the things we share, the things we have in common with each other, that uh, really holds us together. And and I think we forget that sometimes. Or, or you know, cultural diversity is such a wonderful thing. It's it's beautiful, and but we forget the things we have in common. So that's really what the song is about. And then um, a short time later, um, we got the idea to to put it into a kid's book, that it might make a, a nice thing for children. And uh, so, you know, we did the financing hassles and uh, and went round and round about that and how to, how to make this happen. And, and finally it did, and the book came out. And within a month, the director of education at uh, St. Cloud State University got a copy of the book and called me up on the phone and said, I need to talk to you. And I got together in her office, and and uh, she wanted to develop a curriculum for elementary schools around this book, uh, an anti-bullying curriculum. At that time, uh, there was really not the thought or the, the way to bring anti-bullying education into the elementary schools. It was in the high schools, it was in the middle schools, junior highs, etc. But it hadn't really been tackled yet in the elementary schools. So we used uh, Beads on One String as kind of a pilot project, I think, to, to, to bring that into the elementary schools using music. You know, obviously kids love music, kids love beads and artwork, and the curriculum involves social studies and language arts, and the whole school kind of gets together on this. It's called, and they called it the Beads on One String Project. That's great. Well, let's, we're, it's about time for a break, so what we, we want to hear more about the project later. But what I want to do is uh, have your Beads on a String song take us into the short break. So here's Beads on One String talking about how it's about we're the string. We're connected by my guest, right. Dennis Warner. So it's going to take us out into break. We're all beads on one string. Every man, every woman, boy and girl. Beads on one string, we're one world. We're all beads on one string. Every man, every woman, every man, every woman, boy and girl. Beads on one string, we're one world. Will I touch, you touch. We feel so much We hurt and we heal We know love is real You dream, well I dream We plan, sometimes scheme On how we love to eat 
As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Attention spirit seekers, have you seen the new Unity magazine? It has a bold, fresh look and is filled with content to support you on every step of your spiritual journey. Each bi-monthly issue of Unity Magazine is read by people like you who are seeking answers to spiritual questions about relationships, meditation, divine potential, and more. Inside, you will find a wealth of news from the Unity Movement, inspirational articles, reviews on the latest spiritual books, and interviews with renowned spiritual teachers. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to www.unitymagazine.org. Unity Magazine is also available in most Unity Church bookstores. Join us as we discover the leading edge of Unity thought, expand our consciousness, and experience a greater oneness with spirit.
You're listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you'd like to share your questions, comments, and experience with today's topics, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're really glad that you're with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is What Matters Most? And my guest is Dennis Warner. And Dennis is a songwriter, a musician, an author, and a speaker. And he's uh, talking with us about how his songs and the work that he does helps people connect with what does matter most. And that's with our relationships with each other, with ourselves, and with our spiritual values. And uh, we heard Dennis's song, Beads on One String, there before we went on break. And uh, that song's a wonderful one that he uses in an anti-bullying program that he uses with um, children in schools across the country, talking about how we're more alike than we are different. So, Dennis, when you take this project into schools, and it's become a project now, it's more than a song, it's a book that you wrote, it's a song, it's a curriculum, um, for schools, how do children react? Oh man, I feel like Elvis when I'm walking into the building. <laughs> I mean, these kids are so excited to have me come. It's part of the project is, is you know they learn the songs and they're doing these art projects and and talking about these issues well before I ever come. And uh, some schools will like will do it for the entire year. They'll dedicate their whole year to this theme. So. By the time I get there to do a concert, you know, it's 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 uh, just incredible. You know, they're so excited to see me. We, they sing along from the very first note, and you know, we get lots of hugs and and yeah, just lots of love. It's it's a great thing. Right. Yeah, children intuitively know that we're really alike more than different. That they're really. Boy, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the parents and the adults that that. Uh, start inflicting their values on them that change change kids, you know. But yeah, you get to you talk to these really kindergartners, you know, and, and I do even some shows with preschoolers, like three and four year olds, and they know, you know, they have it. They know it. And and you and I I play up for when I do these school programs, it's up through sixth grade, you know, I stay out of the middle schools and junior highs as much as possible. Um, I don't have a rap version of the song yet. But uh, these these kids, you know, they yeah, you know, they all get it. They all know it. They recognize uh, things that you know, it's skin color and and religious differences. You know, it just it, that that's not important. You know that we're, that we're all going to be different. We're all going to have different things happening, and that it's okay to be that way. Right. You know, when you're talking about this, it makes me think of there's a, a passage in the book Alcoholics Anonymous, which is. Uh, the kind of the initial book that got 12-step programs started. I can't quote it exactly, but where um, the author, Bill Wilson, and, and all the other people that helped him write that, that contributed to it, where he said something to the effect of, we are people who would not normally mix, um, but because we're very different. Uh, the implication, of course, is on the outside in, in all many ways, but we're brought together by a common problem and a common yeah. solution. Mm-hmm. And, and so the solution uh, in recovery and in any kind of human relationships is always to find out how is it that we're the same? What is, it, what is that one string that mm-hmm. makes us the same? Right, right. That's excellent. 
Yeah, it's powerful. So I know you've got a um, song called Have a Little Faith. How did you write that one? What's that one about? <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty new song. I've got a, a new album uh, coming out here this fall, later this fall. And, uh, yeah, it's one of the new songs. I don't really know how the, you know, it came together in pieces. A lot of, a lot of times my songs just all come at once, and this song kind of came together in pieces. And I remember uh, starting to write it, and like the opening lines to the song were, uh, you know, take a little seedling and plant it in the ground with hope, and uh, you know that it'll grow up strong. And uh, there was a my dad, my mom, and dad were tree had a tree farm up in northern Minnesota, and they had this banner up on the wall, you know, that, that planting a tree shows faith in the future. And and so I kind of grew up with that thing, and kind of I, I think the song kind of started around that, you know, planting a tree shows faith in the future because you know obviously trees grow really slowly, so if, if you're going to plant a tree, you got to have faith, you know, that the world's going to be around. I had an I had a neighbor when I lived in Mankato, you know, she was eighty some years old, and and she'd kid around, you know, she said, "Yep, I'm still buying green bananas," <laughs> you know, kind of that same idea, you know, that you're going to be around, you know, to 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 see the the fruit ripen. So that's, yeah. you know, a song I was sitting on. I remember being on the shores up around uh, Lake Superior, sitting on the rocks and just uh, sketching out the idea for the song. Yeah, that's powerful. Let's hear it. Okay. Have a little faith. are not standing still then we must be moving and if we truly have free will then we must be choosing we're choosing our destiny
our children never be afraid is there a better dream worth dreaming we need to have a little faith in the world faith in the world have a little faith in the world have a little faith in the world faith in the world Dennis that's beautiful oh thank you yeah, that that idea of having faith and seeing what's good and how you can build on the good really makes a lot of difference. It uh, certainly does for people that are in recovery and for all of us, um, no matter what our personal situation is. That that idea of seeing what's what's possible and what's positive, and you know what keeps us going. So you you were telling us some some of that story about how that came to you, but what gives yep. you faith when you walk around and and go around the country and give your concerts and um, what do you see in people that lifts you up? Oh boy, just the uh, just the uh, integrity of people. You know, there's just great people everywhere you go and everybody's got their own story. You know, so many, we're all in the same place right now, right? We're all here today. You know, if we were in the same room together, you know, what brings us together? You know, maybe our room is a little bigger. You know, I'm here in Minnesota, and you're on a different part of the country, and Jeff's in in yet a different part of the country, but yet we're all here right now with our own stories, and and you can share so much. And there's so much love and and generosity. Uh, You know, we were uh, sailing up in uh, northern Minnesota, this weekend, and, and we've got a new boat, and my wife and I, and, and 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 people that came to help us with the new boat, you know, it was just amazing. It was just like they came out of nowhere. They're watching over us, and and that just seems to happen when when you're connected to spirit, and you know, when you believe, when you believe in people, and you believe in the goodness of people, you know, good things just seem to happen. Yes, yeah, like the it opens up the channels, and, and so instead of blocking out. The possibility. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all about opening up and opening up your heart and trusting and and just, and just believing, having a little faith. That's that's what it's about. That's what the song is about. You know, it seems like we lose faith. It, it, people, you know, they lose faith in and whether it's the, our political leaders or, or other people. You know, they just they give up. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know when you're connected. I think when you're living connected. You know, you just know that you're going to get through things, you know, that tomorrow's going to come, tomorrow's another day, and we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I know you have another song called Forgiveness, and I that's certainly uh, a, a great spiritual principle that uh, we practice in unity and that mm. uh, we practice in recovery programs and that all all spiritual paths, all ethical paths have some kind of concept of forgiveness. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you come to write this song? Boy, you know, we we all um, make mistakes. You know, we're, we all do things that that hurt somebody or say something wrong, hurt somebody's feelings and things. And and if we don't have that forgiveness, you know, for other people, then how can we expect them to forgive us when when it's our turn? You know, if, unless we think that we're perfect or something, we're going to mess up too. And so it, it's kind of the old uh, the golden rule thing. You know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It, you know, 
if you want people to forgive you, then you have to be willing to offer that back, I guess. That's what that's about. Right. Let's hear it. Hear that song, Forgiveness, by my guest, Dennis Warner. So who's going to make the first move? We're both wounded by life. We sharpen each other like knives. What do we have left to prove? And how will we heal? Tell me, how will we heal? Forgiveness. Moving on with our lives, getting past this. When that moment arrives, we'll see the obvious we missed. Find forgiveness Now how do we find What we've lost Never been here before Never had love turned to war Will it be worth what it cost If we don't survive How will we survive forgiveness? Moving on with our lives, getting past this. When that moment arrives, we'll see the obvious we missed. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you for uh, writing this music. It's incredible. Thank you mm. for your singing it. It's, you have a beautiful voice and uh, beautiful musicianship. It really touches oh, the heart. Very kind. Thank you for saying that. That's true. And I know uh, our listeners, if, they would, if they're interested in uh, hearing more of your music, I know you have a website. It's Warner, W-A-R-N-E-R, songs, S-O-N-G-S dot com www.warnersongs.com so they can uh, hear more of your music and see more about you if they'd like to do that. Um, they can certainly go and visit your website. So um, I know you've got some humorous songs um, as well. Um, how do you mix in the humor with your more tender <laughs> songs, with your inspiration? Yeah, I like to... Uh... You know the 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 ballads like forgiveness and things like that. You know they're 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 powerful. And I just you know I've watched a lot of performers over the years. And when you do powerful song like that after powerful song, after, you know by the end of the evening you're you've been hammered with all this stuff. It, it, you know you go home drained. And I want people to go home uplifted. So I kind of pick my spots in a concert and uh, and throw in the ballads and the thought provoking stuff. And you know one of the ways is. Um, mixing in humorous songs, just funny things. Um, you know, one of the songs that I do is a song called "If My Nose Were Full of Nickels, I'd Blow It All on You." 
<laughs> and uh, and I, I like to do a song my dad used to sing. You know, when I was growing up, this song was written back in the uh, man way before I was born. This was written back in the '40s, called "I'm My Own Grandpa." And uh, it never made any sense as a kid. It, it hardly makes any sense now, but it's just, it's one of the most clever songs ever written. And uh, yeah, I recorded it, and, and people request it now as I'm traveling around. They, they I've got a YouTube version of it that's got a ton of hits, and it's it's just fun to to make people laugh. It just kind of brings it all together to bring all the emotions together. And, and in a concert, we sing along too. Or there's other songs I'll bring people. You know, just teach you the words, and they'll be a, become a part of it. Yeah, it's just fun. I like to make the concerts as up tempo and fun as possible, and then just mix in the thought provoking stuff and make it worthwhile. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, it's I I know one of the things that I'm aware of myself is that when somebody can get me laughing, that it really opens up space for right. me to to get the more serious things or to to notice myself do you find that yeah yeah you you, you just yeah like it was a good way of putting it you know you're you're creating the space to put that powerful message in there so that it stands out and that that's that's what you want to talk about you know that that's the message and then you can go on and and, but it's that space, you know. If, if you're just doing these powerful songs one after another, and you, there's no space, it's, it gets pretty intense. At least for me, you know, that's what I observed. You know, watching other people in concert and things, and just kind of figured out what I wanted to do. And that works for mm-hmm. me. Right, right. Yeah, I think that that the laughter and the lightheartedness, and just sometimes taking that absurd view of life, like I'm my right. own grandpa and <laughs> all that. It just it it. It's the light touch. It gets you to go, hey, you know what, and put life in perspective instead of it being so heavy. And you lose calories, too, and laughing is good. (laughs) It lowers your blood pressure. It lowers your cholesterol. I mean, laughter is just a great thing. That's cool. Okay, Dennis, thanks for making us laugh. It's time for a break. Uh, We'll be right back with my guest, Dennis Warner, and what matters most. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know every day in every decision. Just five principles. They cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. 
music. It's the only thing that the whole world listens to. You've been listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you have a question, comment, or experience with today's topic you'd like to share, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're very glad that you're with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is What Matters Most. And my guest is singer, songwriter, and author, Dennis Warner. That's uh, and you can find more of Dennis's music at warnersongs.com. That's W A R N E R songs.com. And uh, this is a great time if you want to give us a call or an email if you're interested in being in the drawing for the book, How Happy Families Happen, donated to us by Hazelden Foundation. We'd be happy to get your call or your email and put you in the drawing for that. Or if you have a comment or question for my guest, Dennis, uh, give us a call or an email. And that phone number is 888-558-6489. And um, Dennis has been sharing his music with us. He's been talking about his humor. He inspires. He makes people laugh. And the point of it all is to help us focus on what matters most, which is that connection with ourselves, with each other, and with our spiritual values. So, Dennis, you've got a song, What Matters Most. How did you come to write that? And why, why does it matter <laughs> what matters most? No, that's a, a, yeah, we're coming up here. Uh, it, it, this time of year um, in September is a, is a, is a important time for me. That's when I, uh, this song really hit home to me. I wrote it in uh, the spring of, of uh, 2001. And I was driving back from a concert in Oklahoma or Texas or somewhere. I remember coming up I-35 and writing this song, and it was really different for me. And, uh, and then recording it with the band that summer, and and just and the recording engineer had thought, man, that's really a different song for you, Dennis. You know, he's recorded several several albums with me, and I just kind of put it in the closet, and uh, and then uh, I played at a festival in western Nebraska, and I was driving back to Minnesota afterwards, and I, I decided to camp along the Missouri River there in South Dakota, one of my favorite spots, and and got up in the morning. And there's this little sliver of moon hanging over the river, you know, and I had to get on the road, so I just went out for a quick swim and got back in the car and drove about an hour, found a, a little restaurant that had a, a big screen TV, and I walked in to order breakfast right as the, the, the New York, uh, the World Trade Center was collapsing. Wow. Uh, right in front of my eyes, and I'm thinking, God, what, what kind of a disaster movie are they watching at 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever that was, you know, it was like, why are they watching this terrible show in the, this early in the morning? And then realized, then Dan Rather came on. I'm like, oh my God, this really happened. This, what's going on? And uh, drove back to Minnesota thinking about all this stuff on 9 11. Um, and then remembered this song that I had written six months earlier. And all of a sudden, it had a whole lot of meaning with me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a song that I actually debuted a couple weeks later than uh, at an anti hate coalition uh, rally. 
at St. Ambrose University in Iowa, a concert I did with Josh White Jr. and uh, Bethany Yarrow, uh, Peter Yarrow's daughter from Peter, Paul, and Mary. And we were doing this benefit for the Anti-Hate Coalition, and, and uh, we debuted this song here. We ended the, the first set uh, with this song. So this, as we know, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of uh, 9-11 and those horrible events and the grief and um, all that's happened in our world since then. So let's hear it. What matters most and hear the, the message that you have about that and about who we are as people and what does matter most. So What Matters Most by my guest, Dennis Warner. Because it doesn't really matter who we believe in 
Dennis. Mm. Thank You're you welcome. for writing that song. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it just uh, it really seems like if we're going to have peaceful lives, we need to become more accepting of other people. And, it, and Christians shouldn't be upset with Muslims and Hindus and atheists just because they don't believe what they believe and about Jesus, and neither should Muslims or Hindus be upset with Christians because of their beliefs either. In the end, you know, it's all about living peacefully and respecting, and and when you study these religions, you know, it's about, they're all peaceful. You know, I was a philosophy major. I studied all kinds of religions and faiths and things, and and the central core is about living in peace and, and, and loving your neighbor and the golden rule that I mentioned earlier. It's all, it's a, all these things are brought out. And so if we all just live our faith, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> Dennis, thank you so much for being a guest on Spirit of Recovery today. And thank you for your beautiful music and your humor and your wit. And thank you for your mm-hmm. message of peace and for what you're doing uh, for people all over in Unity Churches and all the many places that you uh, give concerts and for what you're doing for children with the oh. Beads on One String Project. Thanks for the work you're doing out there. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on your your wonderful show today. It's been been my pleasure. Great. Well, thank thanks for being here. And I want to thank all of you for listening. And again, know that we do have archives of this show. You'll be able to listen to it uh, later. It's on archives and all the other shows. We've been going for a year now. And uh, be sure to to uh, take a look at those archives and uh, to hear all the guests that we've been having over the course of the year. Know that September is Recovery Month, and uh, come back and join us again next week when my guest is going to be Reverend Steve Maynard, and the topic is going to be Brain Wisdom, Your Higher Power Speaking. The current research shows that our brain really has a lot to do with uh, spirituality. And uh, Steve does a lot of research on this, and he's going to talk to us about how that works. So again, thanks for listening. Know that you're in my prayers, and have a beautiful week. And uh, we'll see you again next week on Spirit of Recovery. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Spirit of Recovery with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific for down-to-earth ideas on keeping spirituality in the heart of your recovery. Spirit of Recovery, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at www.soulmatters-spiritworks.org. The Unity Message is universal, uniting, empowering, and transformational. Carrying this message to the world with the power of music and song are scores of singers and songwriters 
who dedicate their extraordinary gifts to helping heal the world and spread the message of unity and oneness. These are the Messengers of Unity. We salute the Messengers of Unity. The voices of the one voice of all humanity. Heroes with weapons of melody and rhyme. Waging peace, one song at a time. Tune in to Pazapalooza, music that matters, with host Richard McDesey to hear the music and the artists who are changing the world, one song at a time. Fridays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Jesus taught us that it is our divine Creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Reverend Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Even if you're a seasoned spiritual student, even if you've been on a spiritual journey for a long time, how's your life working? Knowing spiritual principles isn't enough. We have to practice them every day. Join Reverend Ellen Debenport and co-host Laura Shepard on Absolute Living as they talk each week about putting principles into action in every decision we make. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, And I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.